How far will a boat progress in one day on the ocean? Answer, it very much depends on the weather. And there are different seasons in a Christian's life. There are some seasons in our lives, brothers and sisters, to be enjoyed. And there are some seasons in our lives to be endured. Welcome to Open the Bible with Pastor Colin Smith. I'm David Pick. And Colin, today we're going back to the book of Ezra. Yes, and a story that speaks directly to us today, and especially to those who are serving the Lord and might be discouraged, disappointed, feeling, I wish that we'd made more progress in this work that we're doing. I, I wish we'd seen more fruit coming from it. And there are seasons in the Christian life and in serving the Lord that need to be endured. There are times where it is discouraging and it can be very, very hard indeed. And that's what we're looking at in the story of Ezra. It's amazing. There were 16 long years in which very little progress was made in the work that God's people had set themselves to do. But what's very wonderful is that God was at work even in the difficult times. That's really important to get hold of and encouraging. Even if you're not seeing the fruit and the progress that you'd like to see, God is still at work even in these times that are discouraging and hard in ministry. We're going to see that in the scriptures today. And then there's something else very wonderful. After 16 long years where very little happened, a whole lot happened in just 24 days. It's an amazing story. And it's just a reminder that God can do things faster and more wonderfully than any of us can imagine. And you never know what God has just around the corner. So we're in the book of Ezra, chapter 4, as we continue our message, Navigating Setbacks. Here's Colin. Verse 4. The people of the land discouraged the people of Judah and made them afraid to build. Verse 24. Then the work on the house of God that is in Jerusalem stopped. And it ceased until the second year of the reign of Darius, king of Persia. Isn't that remarkable? The Bible is telling us that as soon as the foundation of the temple was laid, opposition flared up, and as God's people became discouraged, frustrated, and afraid, the work of God stopped. And it ceased until the second year of Darius. Now, that was a period from the time they started and immediately then stopped to the second year of Darius. That was 16 years. Now, after that, when the work restarted, it took four years to rebuild the temple. Four years of work after 16 years of delay. God's work is often slow. For 16 years, God's people made little or no progress in the work that God had called them to do. Friends, this is not exactly inspirational, but it is honest. God's work is often slow. 
God's people are always opposed. The Bible is the word of God. And it doesn't describe a world of fancy. It speaks to the realities of your experience and of mine. And we know this from our own experience. You're a parent, you're a teacher, you're trying to lay a foundation of faith in the lives of children, young people, and you sometimes think to yourself, am I making any progress? One step forward and two steps back. You face a battle against a particular pressure in your own life. A particular temptation that you would long to have greater victory over. And sometimes you wonder, why have I made so little progress in this over such a long period of time? You give yourself to some work for the Lord and it seems that you're getting something really going and you're excited about it and then a setback comes. You say, why in the world does God allow this? And you're discouraged. How far will a boat progress in one day on the ocean? Answer, It very much depends on the weather. And there are different seasons in a Christian's life. There are some seasons in our lives, brothers and sisters, to be enjoyed. And there are some seasons in our lives to be endured. And it's very much the same in the life of a church. The Apostle Paul speaks about times when God opens doors of opportunity. He speaks about times when we can run with the gospel. He also speaks about times that he describes as the evil day. And when the evil day comes, he doesn't say, well, this is the time to run. He says the one thing you've got to do when the evil day comes is you have to stand. Stand firm. In the whole armor of God. So that when the day of evil comes, you will stand. Why is it that God allows his work to be hindered? Why is it that the work of ministry can sometimes seem painfully slow? Why does God sometimes allow good people who have given much to his work to be discouraged and frustrated and even afraid? There's a mystery in all of this that we should not expect to fully understand. But we can be sure of this, that hard times produce better Christians. Hard times produce endurance, and the scripture says endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And James says, blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial. For when he has stood the test, then he will receive the crown of life which God has promised to those who love him. 
I'm so thankful that the scripture speaks directly to the realities of our lives. A story of five kings that tells us God's people are always opposed. And a story of 16 years that tells us that God's work is often slow. Be steadfast. Be patient. Endure. Persevere. And then thirdly, we have a wonderful story here of 24 remarkable days in which we discover to our joy that God's purpose will always prevail. Now notice Ezra chapter 5 and verses 1 and 2. Now the prophets Haggai and Zechariah, son of Iddo, prophesied to the Jews who were in Judah and Jerusalem in the name of the God of Israel who was over them. Then Zerubbabel and Yeshua, also referred to as Joshua, arose and began to rebuild the house of God that is in Jerusalem. Now, here after 16 years of frustration, delay, and the work grinding to a halt, here at last we have some good news. After 16 difficult years, what did God do? How did the work get going again? Answer, God sent his word. He raised up two prophets. And these men, Haggai and Zechariah, spoke the word of God. And the effect of their ministry was that Zerubbabel and Yeshua overcame their fear. They overcame their discouragement. And they began again to rebuild the house of God. Now, that's why we read from the book of Haggai earlier this morning. And if you turn over to the book of Haggai in chapter 1 that we read, you'll see that there are two time stamps in that chapter that fill out the story. Ezra has already told us that the work on the house of God stopped until the second year of the reign of Darius. It was in the second year of the reign of Darius that it started again after this long delay of 16 years. Now, that second year of the reign of Darius is exactly where the book of Haggai begins. Verse 1, in the second year of Darius the king, in the sixth month and on the first day of the month, the word of the Lord came by the hand of Haggai the prophet to Zerubbabel, governor of Judah, and to Joshua the high priest. On the first day of the month, the prophet Haggai, speaking the word of God, well, we've read the chapter. He brought a really bracing challenge to God's people. Verse 2, thus says the Lord of hosts, these people say the time has not yet come to rebuild the house of the Lord. And, and Haggai gives it to them absolutely straight. He says, that's why you're not prospering. You've given up on the work that God has called you to do. And the result of this bracing challenge that comes through the prophet Haggai after 16 years of delay is that verse 12 of chapter 1, the people feared the Lord. And then verse 14, God stirred up the spirit of Zerubbabel and of Joshua. And then we're told that the work restarted. When did it restart? Verse 15 
They came and worked on the house of the Lord of hosts, their God, on the 24th day in the sixth month in the same second year of the reign of Darius. Do you see that the ministry of Haggai began on the first day of the month and the work resumed 24 days later? After 16 years of discouragement, frustration, fear, the word of God put new strength into God's people in a period of just 24 days. Never underestimate what God can do through his word. You're listening to Open the Bible with Pastor Colin Smith, and I hope you'll stay with us when we come back to that in just a moment, as well as looking at some ways in which we can apply what we've been learning in today's message. The message is called Navigating Setbacks, and it's part of our series, Return. And if you've missed any of the series, or if you want to go back and listen again, you can do that by coming online to our website, openthebible.org.uk. Or if it's more convenient to you, you can find us as a podcast on your regular podcasting site. Look for Open the Bible UK and subscribe to receive regular updates. Back to the message now. Here's Colin. Never underestimate what God can do through his word. Now, friends, for all who are called to a ministry of the Word, and in some sense that is true of all of us as we bring the Word of God into the lives of other people God has placed around us, there is a beautiful picture here of how that ministry is to be exercised. Back to Ezra in chapter 5 and verse 1. Notice that the prophets were under God and with the people. It's beautiful. Chapter 5 and verse 1, the prophets Haggai and Zechariah, the son of Iddo, prophesied to the Jews who were in Judah and Jerusalem in the name of the God of Israel who was over them. God was over the prophet. They were men under the authority of Almighty God. The message they spoke wasn't what they decided to speak on some particular occasion. What they spoke was the very word of God. The prophets were under God. God was over them. They were under God and they were with the people. Look at chapter 5 and verse 2. Then Zerubbabel and Joshua, they arose and began to rebuild the house of God that is in Jerusalem. And the prophets of God were with them. With them. Supporting them. Here's the function of the ministry of the Word of God among God's people. The prophets brought a sustained ministry of encouragement with the people, supporting the people. Oh, oh yes, at the beginning, Haggai had to bring a really robust challenge to get God's people going. But what it took was a sustained ministry of encouragement to keep them going. And that continued. The prophets were with them and supporting them. The work of God was sustained by the word of God. And so in Ezra chapter 6 and verse 14, we read the elders of the Jews built and prospered through the prophesying of Haggai the prophet, and the result was what? They finished 
they're building. Never underestimate the power of God's word. God's people may be opposed. God's work may often be slow. But God's purposes will always prevail. And so, under God and with those who we serve, let us drip feed the word of God into our own lives and into the lives of others as best we are able, knowing that God has given to us this promise that he will accomplish the purpose for which he sends his word and it will not return to him empty. Now, that's the story. It's a, it's a remarkable story. Five kings, 16 years, 24 days, reminding us that God's people are always opposed, that his work is often slow, but his purpose, thank God, always prevails. Now, the title today has been Navigating Setbacks, and I want to end just very briefly with two applications for all of us today. And the first is simply this, the danger of spiritual decline. It's very clear in this story. The people who returned from Jerusalem, remember, were people whose hearts God had stirred. These are people who at one time were very committed. They had offered themselves to God in worship, rejoiced in what God had done, faithful, loyal, deeply committed believers. And Scripture tells us that these people, good people, became discouraged. They were frustrated. And they gave way to fear. The work that once had been a joy to them became a burden. And they were no longer engaged in the work that God called them to do. And it's very clear that over these 16 years, these folks lost out spiritually. And what happened to them can very clearly and easily happen also to us. Haggai makes it very clear that what happened during these 16 years was that people's lives just revolved around their own homes and improvements that they could make there. And it's very clear that the more they detached themselves from the work of God, the more their disappointment and their frustration and their fear increased. And these were people whose hearts God had once stirred. People who'd left everything in Babylon because they believed that God was calling them to rebuild the house of God. Do you see then that this story really does speak very, very directly to us today? These are days in which it is so easy for us to become discouraged, for us to become frustrated, and for us to give way to fear, and in that condition for us increasingly to detach ourselves from the work of God, to drift away from the commitments that we once had to the Lord and to his work. And so this story is telling us very clearly, look, times of discouragement, times of frustration, times of fear are going to come to each and every one of us. And when they do, you watch your heart. Because these are the tactics of your adversary to keep you from doing the work that God has called you to do. 
the danger of spiritual decline, and then here's the very last thing, the hope of spiritual restoration. Obviously, we are living in a time of discouragement, frustration, and fear. And if your heart has grown cold over these last years, if you've lost the passion, the stirring in your own heart that you once had for the work of God, you may very well find yourself saying, I've lost something and I don't think I can get it back. You may even have said within your own mind and heart, I don't know, I think something within me has died. I just don't feel about the Lord's work, the way in which I did once before. Or perhaps it may be for some of us that you have found your mind and heart increasingly overtaken by gloomy thoughts about the future of the work of God. You think, well, what is the future for the work of God? And I want to remind you from this story then of these great words of hope that though God's people went through a spiritual malaise for 16 years, God restored them. Your heart may have grown cold for 16 or 20 or 30 or 40 years, and God can restore you. And God did it very wonderfully by sending his word through Haggai and Zechariah. The word of God coming into the lives of God's people again was what enabled them to face their fears and to overcome their discouragement. And to rise above their frustration. And to return to the work that God had called them to do. And although in the years that followed, as Ezra makes very clear, there were many, many more discouragements and many more frustrations and many more fears, yet the work was done. And by God's grace, His purpose prevailed. You've been listening to Open the Bible with Pastor Colin Smith and our message, Navigating Setbacks. It's part of our series, Return. And if you've missed any of the series or if you want to go back and listen again, you can do that by coming online to our website, openthebible.org.uk. Or you can find us as a podcast, go to your regular podcasting site, search for Open the Bible UK and subscribe to receive regular updates. On our website and as a podcast, you can also find Open the Bible Daily. That's a series of short two to three minute reflections based on Pastor Colin Smith's teaching and read in the UK by Sue McLeish. Sue, what have you personally got out of these January Open the Bible Daily reflections? Do you know, I've found it really helpful, um, particularly when Pastor Colin, as he so often does, leads us from the Old Testament into the New and shows us that, you know, really the entire Bible is pointing towards Jesus. And then we get some wonderful moments here where it becomes so clear to us. I've loved actually reading this. It's, it's meant a great deal to me. Open the Bible is supported by our listeners. That's people exactly like you. We'd love to encourage you to give a regular donation. This is very helpful for the work of Open the Bible, which spreads the teaching of Pastor Colin Smith around the world.
If you've been blessed by Colin's teaching and you want to set up a new regular donation, we'd love to thank you by giving you a gift. In return for setting up a new donation in the amount of £5 per month or more, we'll send you a copy of a book. It's called Psalms by the Day and it's by Bible scholar Alec Mottier. Colin, how would we benefit from reading this book? Well, I expect that folks will often have had the experience of feeling that you've read something from the Bible, but you've really only scratched the surface. And uh, I've found this book to be really helpful in a deeper understanding of the richness of the book of Psalms, which I think is one of the most wonderful books in, in all of the Bible. Well, we'd love to send you a copy of this book to thank you for setting up a new donation to the work of Open the Bible in the amount of £5 per month or more. Details on our website, openthebible.org.uk. For Open the Bible and for Pastor Colin Smith, I'm David Pick, and I hope you'll be able to join us next time. What does it mean for the hand of God to be on you? Find out next time on Open the Bible.